Roses are red, violets are purple, not blue. Looking for a home? You know what to do. If your heart is set on the home of your dreams, let's find your love nest. Call the Sharp Mortgage Team. No need for Cupid, arrows, or bows. Just a cozy house where such happiness grows. Whether it's a cottage, a condo, or a mansion grand, our team is here to lend a helping hand. Imagine a kitchen where you cook up delights, or a backyard oasis under the stars at night. With rates getting as sweet as candy hearts, homeownership is where the real romance starts. Forget the cards, the flowers, and the candies. A home of your own would be just dandy. So this Valentine's Day, let's start a plan. To talk about your loan, we'll give you a hand. No more renting, let's make a fresh start and turn a house into a piece of your heart. Happy Valentine's Day wishes made for two from the Sharp Mortgage Team. We're here for you. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Winston Salem. People actually showed up for this. A couple did, yeah. How's it going, everybody? We are happy to be here. We want to first, before we get started, we just want to thank Fiddlin' Fish for having us tonight. Really excited to be out here with all of you uh, to talk about nonsense for about an hour. If you're here for the Run Club, you already missed it, so I'm sorry. If you're um, here for the bike club, you're leaving soon. And if you're here for neither, you're with us. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm Adam. We, we start the podcast. We'll introduce ourselves, talk about what we're drinking. We've got a variety of topics we're going to get into tonight. And we've got some dad-related and triad-related trivia to get into a little bit later on. So my name's Adam. I'm married to a wonderful woman who is sitting right here. Woo! Hello. We have three wonderful children. Um, we use code names for our kids because privacy is so important these days and it works really well. Yeah. So my oldest is named Cody. He is 10. Our middle child is Picky Eater. He is seven. And we have a little nugget who is almost three now. She'll be three next week. She's so big. So that's me. Who are you, guy? Uh, so I'm Tim. I have two kids. I'm married to that lovely lady over there who is busying herself yeah. with, uh, with snacks right now. Uh, and we have two kids. Their names are Piglet and Chicklet. They are 8 and 10, precocious girls, a lot of fun. How about you? Who are you? Hey, everybody. I am Dave. Uh, I am also married to uh, an amazing wife who is here tonight. Uh, and you know I'm a dad because this is our first date night with a babysitter in like six months, <laughs> uh, which I'm spending with her watching me talk to my friends, which... Uh, spending date night right. with us. Yeah, yeah that's right. Appreciate uh, that. Romantic. Uh, we've got two kids, uh, Star, uh, a girl, and Sneak, a son, who attempt to live up to their names every day. So those are the dads. First of all, let me let me get a, a, a quick response here. Which one looks most like a dad up here? Look at the outfits. Do a little twirl. No? I got to go with Dave. Uh, that's right. Rolled up flannel. The rolled up flannel. The hat. It's a low pro uh-huh. hat. Some would call it a dad hat. Yeah. Strong work. A dad um, so those are the dads. We are in the triad. Let's talk a little bit about the drinks. To tell yeah. us a little bit more about the beer, we're going to welcome David Ash from Fiddle and Fish Brewing. Say hi to David from Fiddle and Fish Brewing. Woo. All right. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So David's going to tell us a little bit about the beers that we're drinking. We do this on the show, but we are not nearly as informed as the guy who's here all the time. So, David, I am drinking the boysenberry sour because that's how I roll. What? Tell us about this delicious beer. So this is uh, a Lachancia wild ale. Uh, so Lachancia is a, uh, a sour uh, yeast that was developed at NC State. Uh, it's harvested uh, from the, the wings of wasps and bees. Uh, and it, uh, is that real? Yeah, is that yeah. true? And it was, uh, it was developed for brewing at NC State. Uh, we're 
uh, I think the we were the second or third brewery uh, to get our hands on this yeast. Uh, and we've been using it for several years now. Uh, but we took uh, some of our, our base sour ale. Uh, we put it into uh, spent brandy barrels uh, for over a year and then uh, dosed it with uh, a heavy dose of boysenberry. Nice. Man, that is awesome. I, wasp wings. I feel like I could have done that description. Does it taste different yeah. now? It does. I taste a little hint of wings in it. Yeah, a little yeah. wings. A little bit. Who doesn't like wings and beer? All right, David, what, what beer are you drinking? All right, I am drinking one of my favorites, and they do a phenomenal job with it, which is the ESB. That's right. It's a, a, an extra special bitter, and we did this one uh, in collaboration with the Piedmont Craftsmen, who are our neighbors up the street here. Uh, they have been uh, doing all things arts and crafts uh, in North Carolina for 60 years now. They just celebrated uh, their 60th anniversary as a guild. Uh, it's all uh, like peer, uh, peer-reviewed uh, artwork and uh, crafts, uh, and you can go visit them up the street on uh, the corner of Sixth and Trade. Very nice, great beer for a great organization. Are there Tim. little bits of sawdust in there? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. Mm, that's been on a lathe. Not this time. Uh, <laughs> we got we got more dad jokes like that coming up. And, Tim, what uh, are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking the uh, Rainbow Pale Ale which I know for a fact is one of uh, David's favorites, too. Really delicious stuff. Uh, you want to talk about the Rainbow Pale? Yeah, so uh, that's a classic American pale. Uh, we used uh, primarily uh, Zaka hops in there. Uh, it's got some interesting uh, you know, berry notes that you don't get from a lot of the other hops that we use uh, in our hop-forward beers. Uh, really nicely balanced, clean finish. Uh, big fan of that one. Super delightful. And I'm here most Monday nights uh, doing Ride Like a Fish, which is the bike ride that is leaving in about eight minutes from the corner out there. If you didn't bring a bike, you already missed it. So, this is um, your eight-minute warning, but it, riders. <laughs> but it's nice to come back here afterwards and, uh, and have a rainbow pail with David and the other nice folks uh, here at Fiddlin' Fish. So thanks so much, David, thanks, for David. being Appreciate here. Appreciate it, man. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thanks for being here. Cheers, everyone. Also want to give it up for our, our sound engineer, Bob. Say hi to Bob, everybody. Bob's a big Chiefs fan, so Bob's a little, a little nervous this week. Not nervous. As long as you guys get a, need a franchise quarterback, but other than that, you'll be all right. All right, so those are the dads and the drinks. What you got, Tim? Uh, wait, so wait, 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 hang on. Before you get started. Oh, no. I brought a timer from okay. home. Okay. <laughs> no. If you listen to the show, Tim... Tim so Tim's what he's talker. implying Tim's a talker. is that I talk at length unnecessarily. <laughs> um, I don't this know. This is my son's video game timer. Feels mean. <laughs> so my dad moments uh, happened yesterday. Um, was, that, I, was that moments? It, I'm you sorry, brought one? Was that a plural? No, no, but one. I brought one. Oh, I brought one single dad moment. It happened yesterday. So here's the deal. Our house was built in 1957. It's an old ranch house. It is drafty, and uh, it is older than, is as old as my parents. And the front door has one of those aluminum thresholds with a vinyl insert. Who knows what I'm talking about when I say that, right? Okay, so the insert had deteriorated, so it was drafty on the front door. So I said, you know who can fix this? Me. I have no training. So I decided to go and try to pull out that insert and get a replacement insert. Well, that insert was probably from... 1957 or so. Did you turn the breaker off? I turned the breaker off. Okay. I made sure everything was secure. Okay. Uh, I pulled up the, uh, the threshold, pulled out the insert, went with extreme confidence to Ace Hardware around the corner and tried to find an insert that matched. Not a sponsor, could be. Could be. Discontinued, I'm sure, in like the mid-60s. Okay, so now I've got the threshold off of my door uh, and I decide, okay, I'm just going to replace the threshold. What could go wrong? So I place the, uh, I, I get new thresholds, I put them down there. Here's the deal about a door. It's important. <laughs> it's important. What's I don't know, the deal with doors? I don't know if you guys know about doors or not, <laughs> but they're supposed to close tightly. That's how you keep the wind from coming in. But they can't close too tight, or then they don't close at all. So you're working with pretty narrow margins of error here. Tight tolerances. Uh, tight tolerances, exactly. So cut to me 
taking my front door, the heavy entry door, off the hinges. I'm on my Your front porch. Your wife is closing her eyes and shaking her head With right an now. orbital sander just going at the bottom of this door, trying to like remove one thirty-second of an inch of wood from the bottom of it using only sandpaper. And then I'm like, well, maybe I can chisel it, you know, so I get chiseled. <laughs> it's a whole thing. So uh, I'm out there. Meanwhile, part of the reason why I'm doing this is because... It's drafty in the house. What's well, 50 degrees outside, 55 degrees outside? We don't have a front door, so we're losing all that's the drafty. air from our that's house. Very that's, that's very drafty when you don't have a door. Um, so in You're the doing end, this to save energy costs, yet your door is wide open. Wide right? open. So in the end, I got the door back on. It only <laughs> sticks a little. Uh, we're going to figure it out later. It got pretty close. I think I did okay. Uh, and it only took, I don't know, what, three hours of my day. Is that to accurate? Try to get this three, three hours? Three okay. hours-ish. So, uh, yeah, that was my dad moment. Way over my head uh, on what should have been a simple project. And, uh, but in the end, it, like, almost worked. That's right. It almost worked. That, that's the dad truism is it almost worked. It almost right? worked. Like, it's, like, almost, like, right there. And next almost. month... Your Duke power bill is going to be like $5 less, and you're going to feel so good about that. If it's $5 less, I'd be amazed. It'll probably be like $0.60. Cents, you said. You're, you're going to have fun when it starts to warm up and the humidity goes above 50%. Oh, yeah, and then that door swell. is going to be impossible. <laughs> We're going to use the side door. You're going to run this year. back. You're going to run it back again come April. What's fun is I also brought a threshold for our side door, and I plan on installing that this weekend. We'll see. Old man. Old you beat the timer. I always beat the timer. <laughs> All right, so my dad moment is something that uh, any of you that have kids that have gone to school have done, which is uh, chaperoned in a field trip, yes. right? So this, is, this oh. is something everybody knows. So this past Friday, uh, we had it line up so that uh, our daughter and our son both had field trips on the same day to the same location, to the Science Museum uh, in Raleigh, uh, which was just random that those were the two grades that got picked. Now, my wife uh, chose very, very, very uh, smartly. She was a chaperone for Star, my elder daughter, who I imagine spent the day um, contemplating the nature of science and knowledge and just thinking about all that is beautiful in the world. What's at the heart of a star? That's right. That's just just deep, you know. What do rainbows dream of? (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I, I volunteered to go with my, my amazing son, who I love dearly, uh, and I knew it was going to be something when the assistant teacher made the sign of the cross at me when he handed me <laughs> Wait, the what? list. Yeah, when he made the sign of the cross and handed me the list of my son and the three other seven-year-old boys that I was Here going to be <laughs> chaperoning in the science museum for the next uh, two hours and 45 minutes. And it, it was amazing. Some of us of a similar age will remember... Um, the Toys R Us toy run that you got to do. Like, back in the day, Nickelodeon would have a thing. R.I.P. Toys R Us. Right? You'd you'd win a contest, and you got, like, 60 seconds into Toys R Us to take whatever you could out. Those kids sprinted like they were Usain Bolt in the Uh 2008 Olympics, right? So two and a half hours to cover the North Carolina Science Museum. We start at 10.15. The four boys are off as if they are being timed. And at 10.54, we had finished the museum, all five levels. (laughs) And I looked... At my watch and thought, we have almost two hours left to kill (laughs) in a museum where they've already seen all of the things. We did all the science. Yep. So it was was a little touch and go uh, as we attempt to be like, do you guys want to go back and look at the snakes for the third time? Maybe they're doing something (laughs) different. Uh, And ultimately ended up with uh, me leading them outside about 20 minutes before the end of the day so they could just play no tag, tag, no tag back. tag in front of the science museum for 25 minutes. I stabbed a mannequin. Yeah, I got the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the win was, though, that all four children were returned to the teachers. They had a great day uh, and uh, no arrest warrants were issued for any damage to the North so you, Carolina So your daughter gazes and analyzes the star and your son just throws them at people. He just, yeah. He's, he's yeah. just throwing stars. Okay, he's, gotcha. a, he's, he's a ninja. So. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was mine this week. That's really yeah. good. Alright, so did anybody else have dad moments they wanted to share with us? Huh? Anybody right? Someone's one down? getting pointed to over there by their ch- by their child. Yeah. Did you have a dad moment you want to share? Nope. If no. Right. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, we got one. Again. We got one. Go ahead. I'm so excited. Give him, give him a drink ticket. You give him a drink right. ticket. All right. Read it out. Oh man. So Patrick in the audience says, and this is this is perfect considering all our kids are under ten. This is what we have to look forward to. Oh. Both of my kids blamed me when they got their first speeding tickets, citing me as a bad example. 
My wife agreed. <laughs> agreed? Awesome. Thanks, Patrick. That is awesome. That's My great. wife agreed. Yes. Anybody else have a dad moment they wanted to share? Yeah. For you a got, drink ticket? You guys have had speeding tickets, right? Speeding tickets? No. I've never had one of this. Never. No, I, I got one within three couple. months of getting my license. Yeah? Yeah. That was, that was a great conversation with my parents. I recently had to, not recently, it was a couple years ago now, but I had to uh, talk to someone's wife who happened to be an attorney to see if they could recommend any attorneys in the area where I get a speeding ticket on the way home from an Appalachian football game. Yeah, I it never, all worked out. I, I never was speeding, but I discovered that I had faulty equipment, apparently. Um, so That's amazing. That's what I ended up having, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's We're talking about cars epidemic. still? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> cars, right. yes and no. Let's see. Okay. Oh, all right. So those are our dad moments. If anyone would like to share a dad moment at any point in the show, just come on up. As you can see, we're not very formal, um, not very prepared, possibly. So, yeah, come on up and uh, tell us what you got. Man, you brought a timer. (laughs) I did bring a timer. You're super prepared. I got to keep you on schedule. Yeah, all right. So just beeped. I don't know what that means. The next thing we're going to do to move on is to do something that we do every week, which is spin the wheel and talk about a topic of choice. Wheel of topics. Host. I didn't bring the wheel, but I brought a wheel. Yeah. It's a, it's a portable wheel. Oh, that's a good wheel. That's a good oh, wheel. Oh, yeah. That's nice. It didn't the catch The goose. Uh, the goose. I believe that's you, Tim. That's me? Uh, let's see. Yeah, you are the goose. Oh, I'm the goose. All right, so my uh, topic of the week that I wanted to chat about is about deciding what you want to be when you grow up. And now that we have kids who are also thinking about that, I thought we'd chat about what did you want to be when you grew up, Okay. whenever that's going to happen, and uh, what do your kids want to be currently when they grow up? I'm a little nervous because I hope, like, when my wife is in attendance, I want to make sure I give the right answer. Are you guys nervous about that? It's like pop. No, I reviewed my answer. I'm never nervous about anything. Huh? It's never the right. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> I'm already in That's trouble. That's beautiful. That's love. I, sh- I, I better not go first. Go ahead. Uh, Dave, do you want to start? <laughs> sure, I'll go first. All Great. right. So uh, those that know me will not be surprised. When I was in third grade, I had an assignment in school, uh, which we had to pick what we were going to do, and there was a hurricane coming. This was in the late 80s. You know where this and is so going. I got very excited to write the research paper uh, in the third grade land, right, about the hurricane that was coming and study its ever mood. So I was like, I want to be a meteor- meteorologist. That's what I wanted to be when I grew up, like God, as one of the people been. that did the weather. You uh, really should have been. I know, and as, as my friends know, if you're interested in the detailed weather, I've got a weather station at my house in Chapel Hill. He's um, not kidding. tell you the exact uh, microclimate that's published to Weather Underground. So uh, while I'm not a meteorologist, I still uh, love the weather, and like any good dad, obsess about uh, taking a look at it. What, what do you all use when you want to see whether it's going to snow tomorrow? Like, Where do you go? What app? What website? Underground. I hear Wondergrounds. Wondergrounds. Anybody else? Weather app what of else? choice? Raise, Raise weather. weather. Shout out Boone North hey, Carolina. Boone. <laughs> text Dave. Yeah, just if text If you need Dave. to know what the weather's going to do yeah. six months from now. The man's got spreadsheets. Spreadsheets for days. So it's the whole point where you become your dad, right? I remember like how many times growing up and my dad calling me to be like, Dave, son, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a front coming through in six days. You should probably make sure you're prepared. And I was like, I'm fine, Dad. I've got it. And here I am now doing the same. So, so that's me. Uh, my, my trick knee's acting up. That's right. You start to feel it. Your door's acting up. Uh, my door. <laughs> my door won't open. i got to call Dave. Yeah, that's right. What's happening? <laughs> well, the relative humidity is up to 42.7%, which is uh, causing your door to swell. <laughs> so let's see. My kids, which are interesting, right? So Star, again... Uh, it has, since she was a kid, said that she wants to be an artist. And she lives that out. So we've got a little, you know, cubby in our kitchen, which is just the star art station, where things are cut up and pasted together and glued together and reassembled and drawn on all day, uh, which is a little crazy, but always fun, also fun. Um, my son, uh, Sneak, is a little bit more visceral in that he wants to be whatever he's doing, like at that time. It's kind of like 
you know, I love Lamp from, from right? like, it's like, do you really love Lamp or are you just saying that because you see it? Like, he's like, I want to be a builder. Like, he's playing with Legos. He's like, I'm going to be a builder one day. I want to like, watch the Sandlot. I'm like, that's awesome, man. Yeah, he's like, he's like watching Sandlot. He's like, I'm going to play Major League Baseball. Um, or when he's just like pretending to defend the house from the hordes of oncoming attackers, he's like, I'm going to be a ninja when I grow up. Uh, I was like, that's be. it, man. That's you awesome. do you. Like, you know, do whatever you do today, do it with the confidence of a seven year old boy. So. That's great. That's ours. That's my three. I still yeah. wish you'd have been a meteorologist. I, I, there's still time. There's, there's still, still time. time. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Really All right. So uh, as far as what I wanted to be when I grew up, I, I kind of knew at a, at a pretty early age that I wanted to get into something with my voice, broadcasting. Um, I, I love sports when I was a kid. I played basketball. I played other sports when I was growing up. And um, the problem was that I didn't really get to five feet tall until I was about in college. Like, true story. True story. No, right? it's real. He had to have a seat cushion. These guys have known me since my freshman year of college. They, they've seen it firsthand. Didn't you have a thing Not on important. your license no. that no. said you needed we'll to have get to a that. seat we'll cushion? We'll get to that okay. later. All right. We'll get to that later. That, that, that comes up potentially. It depends on where the wheel lands, but yeah. that potentially comes up later, later in the show. Um, so my, my, my dad actually got me this book when I was a kid called The Sportscaster's Dozen. And I may have told you guys about this book. And it, it kind of re- recalled all these famous sportscasters and their stories. And that's when I kind of got hooked on the, on the business and the idea of sportscasting. And it had, it had a lot of television announcers. Like, it had Al Michaels, and it had Dick Enberg, and it had uh, Vern Lundquist, and a lot of guys who were famous for being on television. But one of the guys that was in there is Woody Durham. Uh, Woody Durham, as some of you will know, is, uh, was the longtime voice of, of the North Carolina Tar Heels. And that was when I first realized as a kid that you could do that as a profession. Like, you could be a broadcaster and you could be an announcer for a program, for a college, be the voice of a team. So, like, I realized that even before I got to high school that that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. Now, when I was a kid, like, oh, it'd be cool to be, my, my go-to job was like an architect. I, I have no chance of being an architect. My, my, my two-year-old daughter can draw better than I can <laughs> right now. So that was never going to happen. Um, so that's what I wanted to be. Now, in terms of our kids, would you agree that this probably changes every week when we ask them? So our oldest, Cody, He's probably, if we were to ask him today, would probably say professional soccer player. He loves soccer, wants to be a professional soccer player. Um, Our younger wants to be a professional football player. And our daughter wants to be in the next movie of Frozen, right? How's it it looking for those three prospects? Uh, Looks probably pretty good for our daughter. She can belt it out. That's the most likely, Frozen 3. If it doesn't work out, she's just going to have to uh, let it go. Are you really getting claps for that? I know. Wow, we got, these a, guys. we got a low bar awesome. to clear. We got a low bar folks. to clear. They're really nice. All right, so I think, I think people out here would agree. What do most kids, if, if you were to say, hey, what's, what's the job that most kids want to have now, like in 2024? YouTube star, influencer. content creator, social media influencer, right? There was a moment in time when our two boys wanted to do that to the point where we created we created youtube channels for them our oldest son wanted to show people how to play video games right you can take credit for it i mean it's better than a podcast so he wanted to he wanted to create an idea of how to do video games so we would just record the television screen he would play the video game and explain how he was you know building some house in Minecraft, which I still don't understand the point of Minecraft. You mine. I don't get it. And like, then you what's craft. the end game something in Minecraft? Zombies. You There's mine. Some, something about and zombies. And then you craft. Something about zombies. Are there zombies right there in, in the Minecraft? Net. I don't know. Ours. Right. I don't know. Our younger son created a YouTube channel, and this is adorable. I'm just going to say it's adorable. He wanted to do a YouTube channel where he did illustrations. So, like, one day he was drawing a snowman. The next day he was drawing Pikachu. And literally, like, I would take video of him. He's like, welcome to Illustrations by Picky Eater. That's his code name. Welcome to Illustrations by 
Today we're gonna draw Pikachu. So first you take your yellow crayon and you do this and this and this and you draw this and that. And we made it through about two episodes. I can share the link if anybody would like to subscribe. <laughs> and uh, so, but now I'm trying to push them to like be, break a lot of money now toward like a career in podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, really set their ambitions high That's where they can how get you rich make quick. The big bucks. Podcasting clearly is where it's at. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a pediatrician until I was in about third grade, and that wasn't uh, sufficiently impressive anymore. So then I wanted to be a paleontologist because I like the big words. Because you like the show Friends. Yeah. Yeah, I like to show friends, right? <laughs> uh, but then the paleontology thing paid off because a few years later, Jurassic Park came out, and everybody was like, no, I want to be a paleontologist. And I was like, whatevs, I was there first. Um, so uh, that, that's what I wanted to be when I was a kid. And now that my kids are growing up, one wants to be a pediatrician, a, no, a veterinarian. Um, I always get those two confused, uh, which is a problem. <laughs> that could make for some really interesting diagnoses. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Diagnoses. Uh, diagnoses. Di di not diagnoses. Uh, so one wants to be a veterinarian. The other wants to be a fashion designer and singer. So, and singer? And singer. Double threat. Double threat. Famous singer and fashion designer. So I don't know. Maybe it'll happen. We'll see. Never know. Okay. So that's that. Uh, great stories, guys. This time of year, people like to make plans for what they want to accomplish. Maybe your focus in 2024 is buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Maybe it's purchasing your first home or building wealth for your family. Whatever your goals are, the agents at The Ginther Group can help. It's never too early to begin working with Blake Ginther and his team, who have been a trusted resource to the triad community since 2010. To reach Blake and his team at The Ginther Group, just visit theginthergroup.com or give them a call, 336-283-8689. All right, um, should we spin the wheel again? What do yeah, you think? Yeah, let's, let's spin club, the wheel. Run Club's coming back in. Hey, Run Club, what's hey, up, guys? Run Club, what's happening, Run Club? Welcome to the awkward entrance to our podcast. They're like, this is a guys? podcast. I what know you're doing? all really confused coming in. It's okay. I don't understand. It's cool. Where are these guys talking on a microphone? All right, let's spin the wheel. Second spin. So, so here, here's the deal. As you, you can probably see, right, there, all three of our names are on this wheel, and every time we've done this, it's always landed on one per, this, uh, different person each time we spin it. Every single time. It's just magic. We come with five topics just in case it lands on our name five times, but it always works out. All right, here we go. The cat says meow. Oh, that's Dave. That's got to be Dave. That's Dave. Yeah. Okay. That's got to be Dave. All right, so uh, as we mentioned, all of our kids are younger, but they're getting to the age now where they're starting to Where'd parse. you get another beer? To, he, he knows people. They're he knows people. magic over here. Yeah. So uh, we are getting to the age where our kids are starting to uh, identify the difference between what is cool and what is not cool. And so one of the things I want to talk to you guys about is uh, how do you handle that? How's that starting to pop up? Kind of what are you seeing it's pretty with easy, your kids? Actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, what was your status vis-a-vis -vis being cool as a kid? How did you handle that? Um, oh, look at that. Taking care of the of the host for the man. That's great. That's great. All Let's right. give it up. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. thank you. So I There's, will. Should I, we give wives code names? I that's mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Wife code no, names. Could I, that's, be, a, that's, a that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous game. That is yeah. a That's a dangerous game. No, no way. No, no code name for my wife. Um, no. So I'll start off with the the question of uh, what was my experience vis-a-vis uh, -vis being cool as a kid. Um, and what, might, is, what is vis-a-vis? -vis well, you know, kind of like how I was. So it might shock you, right, that <laughs> um, having led off with the fact that I wanted to be a meteorologist in <laughs> third grade and wrote a paper about it. Very cool. Um, did cool, you say vis-a-vis -vis in third grade? I, I probably did. <laughs> Ergo. Uh, I've also got a, a, Ergo. Visual, a visual aid here I'll show you. So it might shock you to know that I was not uh, the... You want me to hold this for you? Let's see if I can get it here. Oh, man. Yeah. This is the portion of the program that we like to call searching. So this was me in second grade, and if you oh, can't see, look at that. you could fit, uh, I don't know, probably the Titanic between my two front teeth because they were so far apart. You're the world's cutest child. Were all child. of your teeth canines? All my teeth were canines. <laughs> uh, I look like one of the... You look uh, like an obligate carnivore. I do. I, I what? do. An obligate carnivore. It's a, a creature that must eat meat. Like a cat. No one? Okay. 
that was a good use of obligate carnivore. So no, that paleontologist. Was, uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was my second grade reality, and my third grade reality, I doubled down uh, by trying to talk to people about the weather at playground, um, at recess. So uh, not necessarily the coolest uh, experience in elementary school, um, but kind of always found just uh, by sheer doggedness of trying to be friendly and talk to lots of people that it uh, it works out okay. Um, All right. Yeah. So that was my uh, my experience as a as a kid. And it's interesting trying to, uh, trying to work through it with your kids as they tell you that everything that you knew uh, was cool at one point in time is no longer cool. But that's just the joys of being a kid. Yeah. So, repeat the question. Oh, the question the topic. is... topic. What's the topic? Yeah, so uh, the experience of trying to figure out being cool or what is cool or not cool as you start to get older... Uh, and what was your experience vis-a-vis, using it again, uh, being cool or not cool as a kid? Cool. Yeah. Like, like this. That's, yeah. Cool like us. Yeah. Yeah. So how about you, Adam? Uh, so I'm going to go back to something that you were, you were referencing earlier. Not necessarily when I was a kid, but when I was in high school, as I mentioned, um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't reach five feet tall until I was in college. So let me, let me just give you a thank you so much. Let me, let me just give you an idea of what life was like for me in high school. This is a true story. When I got my driver's license at the age of 16, you've seen my original driver's license picture. How old yeah, do I look true. in that picture? Seven. Seven. I promise we did not rehearse that. We did not rehearse that. A small child. I had... I had... A, a letter on my driver's license. There's a little portion like with your date of birth, when your license expires. I, it was in the state of Florida. I was the original Florida man. Florida boy. There's a little area on the license for restrictions, which is maybe you needed to wear eyeglasses while you drove. Yeah. Maybe there were certain modifications you had to have, like a, a pedal extender or something on your car. Sounds modifications less normal, you had okay. to have in order to be able to drive legally. Under restrictions, there was a letter L. For the loser. On, thank you. On the back, if you go to the key for what do all the letters mean, next to L, I'm not kidding, it says seat cushion. He was a small, small boy. I had to have a seat cushion when I drove by law. So I was a really cool kid in high school. I think uh, Adam grew like seven inches our freshman year of college. During yeah. the summer. He yeah. looked like a small French orphan when he got to school. And he, he looked <laughs> like a really specific. He looked like a Dustin Hoffman action figure when he got to school. And then he like grew into full-sized him in freshman year. It was incredible. Um, how about you? So, yeah. And was it, was I, I, I will say, so as far as my kids go, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, my oldest son is probably most applicable to him because he's 10. He's getting to that age where there's, like, social circles and friends that you hang out with, you spend most of your time with, right? Recently, my, my wife and I went to his school to have lunch with him. You get to do that on their birthdays. But in, in our son's case, he's got a summer birthday, so you can do it on their half birthday. So we went in for his half birthday. And I, what I really enjoyed was, like, now, granted, this is only fourth grade, but you look around the lunchroom and there's just like all these different kids and different like talking about different things, whether it's sports or video games or TV shows or, or they might be talking about schoolwork. I don't know. But like everyone just seemed really comfortable and sitting with their groups and like they were they were just in a place of confidence where it didn't matter if they weren't sitting with that group or that group or here or there. Now, that, that could change in middle school and high school. We'll find out soon enough. But, like, that was kind of, that was reassuring to me that, I don't know, maybe they won't have as tough of a time as we had in middle school and high school trying to blend in with a certain crowd, right? Yeah. Just, I didn't see any of that. Um, but maybe they're, maybe they're too young to where you actually experience it, but... You know, I don't know. It's, it's never really been a conversation with us. It's just, I like spending time. I get along. I relate to these kids. I want to hang out with them. I don't, you know, no, nah, I don't really talk to them very much, but it's cool. Like, we're just different people, and that's fine, and that's kind of cool to see. That's awesome. 
Me, I was super cool. And Should I set the timer again? School. Yeah, no, I was really, really cool. I had no problems. I wanted to be a paleontologist, right? So everybody was like, oh, man, that kid. That kid's awesome. No, it was, it was rough. Uh, middle school especially was terrible. But um, my, I don't know. Our, our own kids, they're um, making their way. Um, they go to an arts charter school, which is sort of helpful, I think, because everything's a little weird there, which is great. And uh, they sort of thrive in difference. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I, I uh, once arrived at aftercare while one of my children was being actively bullied by another kid. Really? Yeah. I'm not proud of the feeling that I had, which the feeling that I had was if I punched a fourth grader, what, <laughs> what would happen? Like, what would happen? I think it's called jail. I have a, I have a few ideas. I didn't do it, but I thought it. Um, and, uh, you know, but I moved past it. And, it you know, it triggers something, right? When you see something happening to your kid. There are tears coming out of my baby girl's eyes. It because, triggers something, like a rage that yeah. I guess yeah. you can't explain. I was like, I'm, I don't want to hit a kid, but. However. However. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's, that's life. Uh, hey, I, I got just, I know we want to talk some run club, right? Yeah, we're going to talk, talk some, some run, run club, club in a couple we wanna, minutes We want to visit for just a moment with the run club. But I've got a really controversial topic after we talk to oh. uh, the folks from run club. That's and what I'm going to just apologize ahead of time to some people in the audience for what I'm going to bring up. That's called a taser. All right. I got a mom story to read while we, while we do that. Here we go. Mom moment right here. I'm in the car with my sixth grader. All big topics come up in the car. That is really where most of the big conversations happen. Sure enough, something dealing with sex came up. So I begin to answer the question, and he interrupts me to tell me, this conversation is not appropriate with the windows cracked in the car. There was no one near us besides one car in the front and another behind us. They can hear us. Put Some, the windows up. Somebody somewhere is listening in and judging me. That is awesome. That is I'm awesome. almost tempted to... Do you remember the word that our youngest son used when we were playing tapple? Yes. Should we tell that story? That's really inappropriate. Oh, well, Our son, our, our youngest oh, son, came up with a word to describe a private area that we didn't think a kid of his age would understand or have heard before. Wow. But he mispronounced it, so it was kind of adorable at the same time. I got to hear it now. And it was female private no. area? Oh, no, then no, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So in a couple of minutes, we're going to get some folks from the run clubs to uh, come up here and talk to us a little bit, but they're still waiting on one of the run cub leaders to uh, get back from the run, which is going to be amazing because he's going to come in like panting and sweating. And uh, yeah, so... Spin the wheel. Yeah, in the meantime, let's go ahead and spin the wheel. It landed on the turkey. Is that the, me? That's you. The You're turkey the, You says, are the turkey. All right. The most controversial topic of the night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a scenario here. He's a real Matisse. Raise your hand if you have a dog. And you take your dog for walks. So let's say, totally hypothetically. Hypothetically. Totally hypothetically. Let's say you're taking your dog for a walk. And your dog does his business, or her business, takes a big steaming hot pile right in someone's yard, Boy, you really do paint You do picture. the responsible thing, right? You bag it up, you pick it up. But let's say you don't want to hold on to that bag throughout the entirety of your walk. And as you're walking by, you spot a trash bin on the curb. It's not your trash bin. It's somebody else's. It's a trash bin. Can you or can you not drop the bag of dog poo in the bin. No. no. Oh, like, absolutely not. Oh, oh, oh. Absolutely not. Thumbs up if you can. If it's full. 
Hey, that's well, my right, position. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's right. my position. Tim, your answer. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. So I say there's nuance to this, all right? So let's say it's summertime, all right? This isn't Triad Dads with Nuance. No, it is Triad. It, that's our new title, Triad Dads with Nuance. Let's say that it's, it's summertime, and let's say you happen past an empty trash bin... That trash bin is a solar oven at that point, all right? It's a trash bin. What you do bin. is you open it up, you drop that Great Dane package into <laughs> the bottom of this solar oven, and then you just let the sun cook it for hours, leaving a little prize for the homeowner when they retrieve You're not gonna the, take it out. the non-dog-owning homeowner as they drag their Herbie Kirby back to the back of their house. I'm just... Your dog only weighs 10 pounds, but some dogs' poops weigh 10 pounds. Yeah. And I'm just saying, <laughs> if we're establishing a, a policy internally, it should be for the edge cases, right? So I say, if the bin is full, if the bin is full, go ahead, drop your tidy little uh, little bits and bundles into the... And then it'll get taken away. It'll get added to the community's refuse. It's not your problem anymore. It's not the homeowner's problem. But if that is an empty solar oven cavern of a summertime easy bake oven and you drop your doggy duty in there just know that someone else is paying for a ride that they didn't sign up for that's all i'm saying yeah i just say no i don't know no, 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 oh, no. no like, oh so you're a yes you're a no yeah. and i'm, I'm a, a yes. sometime hey hard no. like if you if you have a dog you can carry the dog's poop you just wrap it in the little bag and just tie it to the to the dog leash and then you just walk home you're not walking like 18 miles. Like, it's not going to weigh you down. You just <laughs> you can, walk right, but it's, it's, a, it's a trash bin. It's you're, not, like, you're like the guy, you're like your the trash guy from the Geico commercial. He's, he's wiping down his trash bin. He's like, I'm just trying to make it clean. Every it's now trash. and then you should hose it out. I'm just saying. By the way, when we came up with this topic and I told my wife my position, she was mortified. You, you slept <laughs> in a different mortified. house that night? And I apologize to any of my neighbors that are here tonight. I have not done that to your bin. I promise. Uh -huh. I have not put it. No, I have A couple of neighbors are going like, oh, this all makes yours, sense now. This all makes sense where the poop's been coming from. First well, of all, it's not your guy. bin. It's the city's bin. First of all, first of all. All right. Who so, thinks it's okay? Under any circumstances. So they're just filling those things up. All right, who says sometimes full bin yes, empty bin no? That's what I say. Who says never who says under never, any circumstances? Who's the purists? Oh, okay, you know what? It's a small group. I, I do like now, it. Now, here's the thing. Now, I will say, when I do this, I, I, it's not that I have no shame about it, because when I do this, I will kind of look to see to make sure nobody's looking out the window. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So you, true. Know, then you know it's, it's bad. He's <laughs> like, no, it's okay because I make sure nobody's watching me. I hope that changes everyone's an one's answer. He knows it's wrong. <laughs> get, he just doesn't you care. Use that as a, a threshold when you're talking to a Cody and Vicky to be like, look, as long as you make sure nobody's looking, it's fine. Because there might be somebody like you inside <laughs> that house who's like, no, it's my trash bin. You'll put your trash in my trash bin. I'm going to drive to is bring it, you some presents. I mean, do you say the same thing for any trash, or are we just talking about animal feces? What other trash are you putting in strangers' trash bins? I don't know. I might be... Do you own a I trash bin? I might put bin? a beer can or something in there. You're what? just walking around the street with beer cans and dog poop. No. <laughs> Actually, you know, that part is relatable. Uh, so, uh, it's okay. You, got, you all have permission to do that at home. On that incredibly disgusting note... We're going to bring up some really Transition. kind people to talk about physical activity and community. Uh, we are going to welcome the heads of some of the local run clubs who are going to introduce themselves and talk a little bit about what their groups do uh, around the triad. Wait, hang on. Before we do that, we need an opinion. Fair or foul? Putting your animals... Yeah, it should be on. Putting your animals' droppings bagged up appropriately in somebody else's trash bin. I'm in. Oh, okay. Uh, in. We got one yes. In. No. Out. Under See, any Megan. circumstances. Even Megan, even Megan knows what's up. That's oh, not she illegal. Knows the law. That's not She's true. an attorney. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Are you a narc? 
<laughs> she said I wouldn't tell you if I was. That's a good All answer. Right. Let's talk running. All right. So uh, we have the heads of three local run clubs, uh, Run Like a Fish, yeah. The Run Club, and the Odin Run Club. Did I get all those right? Mm -hmm. All right, and they're just gonna talk a little bit about uh, their organizations and what they do uh, locally. So Megan from uh, Run Like a Fish, why don't you get us started? So we meet every Monday at six, and then we gather together, and we run, and we drink beers, and usually starts at 6.15. And we always have a theme, like our theme tonight is the Triad Dads podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we have different 5Ks, yeah, woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then sometimes we just have themes about like making friends and getting to know people, but we'll go to other run clubs so we can promote them too. Um, but mostly it's just to have fun, drink beers, and get together and have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Megan there. And Megan is not a dad. She is a mom. Yeah. And she has more energy than anyone I've ever met in my life. So uh, if you're looking for a way to pep up your life, run like a fish with Megan. That's the way to do it. Moms have energy all the time, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Shout out to the moms. Not to make you have to follow that, but uh, how about the yeah, Odin no, Club? You want to tell us We had to do that a couple weeks ago up at uh, Foothills for the, the, uh, the race series, and I can't compete, but I try. Um, but yeah, my name is Jeff Champigny. I am kind of the race director for Odin Brewing. Uh, we are kind of local right down the street here in Greensboro on Gate City. Uh, we meet on Tuesday nights, so we don't compete with Megan and run like a fish. We go off at 6 o'clock. Uh, at 7 o'clock, we have some raffles where we give away a lot of great prizes, free beer. We have a taco truck. They give away free meals, chips and guac. Uh, and did I say free beer? So, free wow. beer. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, Every like Tuesday, beer. 6 o'clock. How much is the beer? Free. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, how's it going, Davis. Guys? Wait, wait, yeah. I, we need your opinion on the, the animal droppings. Oh, he the, said it was fine. He's not allowed to be on this podcast. It's not illegal. Come on, get out it's of here. It's illegal. No cussing, right? Dads aren't allowed to cuss on this, right? Yeah. You, can, you can cuss a little. Yeah. It's a podcast. We just put All a little right. E on the Hell episode yeah. and we're There's fine. There's a little cussing. There's a little. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I'm Davis. Uh, I do uh, the Run Club. Are you getting um, booed? <laughs> yeah, those guys hate me. With uh, friends like these. They're, they're part of the other Run Club here. Uh, we got no. <laughs> run club rivalry. Yeah, it's a Jets and Sharks It's a really big political movement yeah. in the, yeah. the triad. Greasers yeah. and socias. Yeah, no, we're a relatively new run club. We started uh, last February, and uh, we meet on Thursday evenings and then Saturday mornings. So we do Saturday mornings at a coffee shop. We're much more of a social club. We just kind of encourage people to come out, hang, get to know people, kind of an opportunity to just meet new people. So we've got a lot of transplants in the area that are not originally from Winston, or I guess mostly Winston. Um, but yeah, just a bunch of cool people. Nice. Yeah, that's really it. That's all I got. That's if you awesome. don't want to come, you, don't come. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. So I will say this. If for anyone who is even remotely interested in running or biking, uh, nope. Nope. it's a great opportunity to uh, take part in any of these run clubs or also uh, Ride Like a Fish, which is the bike uh, club that meets on... Uh, <laughs> on Monday nights here. Uh, they're still out riding Not around on the Hainstown route right now. But uh, great opportunities to be active and more involved with the local community. I think we got another dad moment that came All in. Right, Adam, I might, you want to read that one? I might need some help reading the handwriting here. Because I don't want to mess it up. You want to come up and read it? I don't want to mess it up by, by not reading the handwriting he, correctly. He, he can't read cursive. He's from Florida. I it's can't not his fault. It just... I don't read good. Mm. Uh, I'll start my dad moment by saying my handwriting's terrible and none of my kids can read it. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, you know, we had a lot of wind and bad weather recently, right? And so I got on my backpack blower. Yes. I was going to... Uh, Top as, five, dad. Right, it's Top the kind you got to start with pull, and if you want to turn it off, you got to take it off and then take it wherever. Yeah. So I blew the front. I didn't feel like taking it off, and I was just going to walk through the house to the back. <laughs> And I accidentally pulled the trigger in the living room, and we have a golden retriever. <laughs> Boom! Hair goes everywhere. I just keep going out to the back, and then I blew the back. This is a gas-powered leaf blower? Gas-powered leaf blower in the house. In the house. In a golden retriever that's space. A, that's a top five dad item, by the way, the backpack blower. That's a power move. That's a power move. Every now and then, you got to let them, the dog know who the alpha is. Blowing the back. Yeah. 
it's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started. And that's oftentimes the hardest part, getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. We recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement, financial planning, and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. All right, so we've got, uh, for our next activity, which is going to be one of the last things we do, we've got some trivia, okay? So in order to uh, help us out with this trivia, we thought maybe we would have a few moms, because I know we got some moms in the crowd, and a few Shout dads out to the moms. get together and see if they can answer some of these trivia questions, and then we're going to go through and talk about the solutions. So do we have a mom or two who might be willing to what represent we got, moms? We got some moms right here. Yeah, I see a, I see a group of moms out that way. How about some dads who want to try their hand at some trivia? Yeah, I'll say All right. think of it. Yeah, yeah here we okay. go. Okay. All, All right. right. So let me tell you a little bit about the trivia. We are the Triad Dads with a Drink. I created a trivia set with three pieces. Triad, dads, and drinks. All right. The first I see what you did there. I know. The first three questions deal with the Piedmont Triad of North Carolina, all three of its main constituent cities. The second part deals with dads, good, bad, and indifferent. And the last part deals with drinks, alcoholic drinks. So who wants to be a representative on the mom's side? What, some, what are some moms? You look like we you want to be We need someone to raise their hand, and we'll give, you, awesome. we'll give you the sheet. Here. This is the mom sheet, all right? If anybody wants to come help her on the mom's side. We got, we, got drink yes. tic- we got drink tickets on the line. We got drink tickets on the line. How about the dad's side? Who wants to fill out the trivia on the dad end? Come on. Who wants to be courageous? No one? I'm just going to hand it to somebody. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We got we to go house divided here. Come on, dads. You don't help do it. Out. I'm going to drop out, my dog's crap in come your Come on, bin. dads. Help him out. You get drink tickets. There will be Go drink tickets. There. There. there will be drink tickets. Yes. All right. So what should we talk about while they're filling out the trivia? So we've already read all of our uh, dad moments. We got, we got, should we talk Taylor Swift politics? Uh, no. What's the opposite of that? New, new album drops April 17th. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't appreciate new it. Album. I'm saying I don't want to talk Favorite about Favorite App State it. moments? Favorite App State moments? All of them. They're just you. It's just you. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. We got some So we're some just going to give you some here. time to fill those out. Again, nine questions. Oh, you know what we should do? What should we do? We should recap our favorite, our, our top and worst TV dads from a previous episode. Yeah, that's a good one. Our top and worst TV dads. Best and worst TV dads. I remember my best. Yeah, I remember my... Who, what was your top TV dad, Tim? So my top TV dads, it was a two-part... One was uh, Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yep. who was a good dad for his own kids, but also for Will. The Sit other, down, Lou. The other, yeah, the other great dad was uh, uh, Coach from uh, Friday Night Lights. Yep. Uh, so great dad, again, to his own kids and to other kids on his football team. Mm-hmm. So that, that was, those were my good dads. I know that Dave had my favorite answer. So it's the best answer. Yeah, it so really we'll go ahead is. And Dave's my, best dad was my Bandit, Blue Healer. Bandit Shout Healer. out to the Bluey fans out yeah. here. Bandit from Bluey. Bluey yes. fans. We got yeah. Bluey fans. Yeah, you know what I'm talking Bandit's about. Bandit's the best dad. Just it was. Be. It was a national holiday when those new episodes came out. It on was. Disney. It was a remarkable day when new new Blueys drop. Uh, yeah. 
hey, Adam, what was your great idea <laughs> for the best TV dad you could think of? What was that? So I, I, tried, I tried to make the case for Walter White. As Ooh. the best TV dad. Anybody from Breaking Bad? No? Again, the category was best TV dads. All right, so hear me out on With this. With a B. So wait. Everything that happened in that show, everything that Walter White did in that show, what was his sole purpose for doing it? The entire point of the Money? show is that it started ostensibly as being for his family, and then he gradually turned into a villain. Spoiler alert, he, was, he had a terminal cancer diagnosis. Right. And so he wanted the ability to have his family taken care of after he passed. And if that's not a great TV dad, I don't know what is. Says the guy who puts poop in other people's bikes. Yeah, seriously. I think we're learning a lot about your personality. You think it's dog poop. <laughs> it's really blue it's crystal blue. meth. <laughs> that's how he drops it. So that was my clients. best TV dad. How about your worst TV dad? Do you remember who that was? Well, it, it, it tied in with... Um, with your best TV dad, which is Will Smith's actual father. Yeah, the real dad. Fresh he, was, he was a lousy dad. Yeah. Came in, got his hopes up that they were going to go on this big trip, and then he comes in, and he tries to tell Uncle Phil that I got to go. He tries to walk out just as he's walking out. Will comes up, oh, Daddy-o, you ready to go? And then he, you know. What's he say? What's Will Smith say? Why don't he want me, man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's pretty sad. And who does he run to? Oh, the dads Thank are done you. first. Oh, the dads oh, are done, baby. Dads are done. All right. What was your worst TV dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave is not brave enough to say that joke on the mic. <laughs> what, what was your worst TV dad? I don't know. I'm looking at you. I, no, I really I don't, don't remember. Was, I don't remember. Mine was Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister. That's a good one. That's a pretty That's bad a good one. Pretty yeah. bad dad. But if Again, remember. he did everything for the good of the family. If your son kills you with a crossbow. I have always been your son. Yeah. Spoiler alert, by the Spoiler. way. Spoiler. All right, here come the moms. Oh, here come the moms. All right. Just a few minutes after the dads get done. All right, done, so what we're going to do is we're going to read off the actual answers. And by we, I mean Tim, because I don't know the answers. Do you know the answers? I know all of the answers. Of course you do. Because I wrote the quiz. All right. You going to read the questions, too? We have both submissions in. Go ahead, Tim. Okay. I, like, I, mean, I, I do like that the moms labeled theirs you, with you their name. Whereas the dad's says, like every moms. son ever turned it in without a name on it. It's got an exclamation point. All is right. It, so is we, it fair that one of the contestants lives in the same household as the person who wrote the questions? Um, I'm doing a quick so you say. perusal of the answers, and I don't know if it helped. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's great. It doesn't matter who wins. Said the guy who's suddenly realizing that he's got to go home. Did you not one listen to my dad moment? Who maybe didn't win. Did you not um, listen to my dad moment? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, so here are the first or last. trivia questions for Triad Dads with a Drink competition. The first trivia question in the Triad category is, what is the name that Moravian congregations give to their church cemeteries? The options were Soul's Garden, Eternal Resting Place, God's Acre, or Heaven's Meadow. Or D, Toothbrush. The answer that both teams got correct was God's Acre. Wow, way to go. Very nice. Second question. What former First Lady of the United States was born in Greensboro? The options were Dolly Madison, Eleanor Roosevelt, Betty Ford, or Sarah Polk. The answer is Dolly Madison. Oh! Dad's, Dad's got that one right. Mom's picked Sarah Polk, which is a good answer, yep. but not the correct one. It's not a good answer because it was wrong. That's the wrong attitude. We're learning here. It's not the wrong. Right. <laughs> High point. This is our third question in the triad category, so High Point comes third. Uh, High Point is the only city in North Carolina whose city limits extend into four different counties. Can you name three of the four? This was also the only open-ended question. The counties are Forsyth, Guilford, yep. Randolph, yep. and Davidson. 
Both teams got Forsyth and Guilford. Both teams answered Alamance, which is not correct. And the dads got Randolph. Oh, dads. dads. No teams got Davidson. Commanding so lead. Dads nailed that question. So dads are up two. Moms were two of the three. So dads have two points up on the moms at this they point? They got two points up on the moms. Okay. So it's currently three, three to, to one. one. Next, the dads category of trivia. This is all about dads, good, bad, or indifferent. First, our good dad question. Walter White. <laughs> this dad was the author of some of the world's most enduring fantasy works, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, which began as bedtime stories he told his four children. The options were George R.R. R. Martin, J.K. Rowling, C.S. Lewis, or J.R.R. R. Tolkien. Both, an- both groups answered correctly, J.R.R. Tolkien. Very good. Golf claps. Golf claps. Excellent, excellent. Dad's still ahead by two. This next question. This dad, we're going to use that roughly, who ruled what at its peak was the second largest empire in history, was believed to have fathered between 1,000 and 3,000 children in his lifetime. And modern studies suggest that upwards of 16 million people today may carry his DNA. I want to remind everyone, I was not popular in middle school. The options were (laughs) Alexander the Great. Were these your icebreakers when you were trying to meet friends? Attila the Hun, Angus the Fruitful, or Genghis Khan? (laughs) The answer is Genghis Khan. Oh, the I love the nickname the Fruitful is one of the answers. That that was the... Is is Angus the Fruitful real? No. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Yeah. That that was the... uh, The dads got that correct... The moms did not get that correct. That's a three. Four to one. This is starting to look like my football game on Sunday. In the dad's category is about a very bad dad. Do not try to be like this dad. This legend of soul and R&B music was shot by his father, with whom he shares a name. The options were Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, Otis Redding, or James Brown. Both groups correctly selected Marvin Gaye. That's a bad dad situation. All right, so that's the triad. That's dads. And our final category is with a drink. With a drink. Question number one. About how many ounces are in a fifth of alcohol? Not enough. (laughs) Both groups correctly selected 25.6 ounces out of the multiple choice options that they had. Well played. The second question in the with a drink category is, what brand of gin is named for the guards at the Tower of London? The options were Fuzzy Hat, Bystander, Beef Eater, or Bulldozer. The answer that both groups got correct is Beef Eater. Congratulations. Final question. The Weihensteffen Brewery in what? Germany. Weihensteffen. 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 It's the, the Hefeweizen that was like the first one you ever had. Um, in Germany, advertises itself as the world's oldest brewer. In what year was it founded? The options were 23 B.C., 723, 1040, or 1455? 1992. The mom said 723. The dad said 1455. You're both wrong. It's 1040. 1040. Like a tax form. The moms won because the dads know what's up. (laughs) It doesn't matter what the scores are. These dads have been around the block. They're smart men. Very smart. The moms win. Drink tickets for them. And uh, fun trivia round, guys. That is Triad Dads with a Drink Trivia. You learned a little bit. Did you learn a little bit? You learned a little bit. We're just trying to run the gamut of as much, like, typical Bard Night stuff that we can find. Trivia, live podcast. Uh Are we going to play some music now? I think so. Shout out to the Holly Rockets in in attendance tonight. What's up, guys? (laughs) Thanks for coming. Hey, thank you, everyone, for being here. That's our show. Triad Dads with a Drink. Scan the QR code on your table to learn more about the podcast feed. We got anything else? 
I think that's no, it. That's all. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm feeling a little musical rhythm in my I hear ear. It. It like, <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Woo. guys. Thanks, Bob. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.